services, said the woman in a cheerful voice. How can I help you? I'm trying to reach my sister, I told her. She just called me from your number. I'm sorry, but we cannot give out any information about our guests. Can you at least connect me to her room? That depends. What is your sister's name? Terry, I said. Terry Sullivan. Just a moment. There was silence for a moment, and I was afraid we'd lost the connection, but the woman came back on the line. I'm sorry, she said, but we do not have any guests registered by that name. What? I was stunned. She just called me. I'm sorry, but are you sure? I asked. Maybe you checked under T-E-R-R-Y? She spells her name with an I. Try spelling it T-E-R-I. I don't think she even checked this time. I'm very sorry, ma'am, but there is no one here by that name under any spelling. But I'm sorry I wasn't able to help you, she told me, and then she hung up. There was no use protesting any further. I put the phone down. Pepe was still watching me. This is terrible, I told him. I don't know what to do. My sister had disappeared twice in my life once when she was just a teenager, and again during an earlier case I was working with Pepe. I was not going to let that happen again. I looked at Pepe. Pepe looked at me. And suddenly I knew. If he could speak, he would tell me we should go investigate. In fact, he would say, Andale, Jerry. There's not a moment to waste. I turned on my laptop and got the address for the Forest Glen Spa and Clinic. The website showed photos of what looked like a sprawling resort and said it offered holistic healing in a tranquil setting. It seemed to be a treatment center for addictions and psychiatric illnesses disguised as a spa. Luckily, it was located in the lush valley between Woodenville and Duval, which was about an hour drive northeast of Seattle. I took the quickest route to Forest Glen that I could think of, east across the Evergreen Point floating bridge, then north on the 405 freeway to the Woodenville exit. Once we had driven through that town, we continued east through the forested hills taking the highway toward Duval. It got more and more rural the farther we went. As soon as we dropped down into the valley, it was nothing but farmland as far as you could see. Fields and pastures, all glowing a lush green on a gray day. I am always amazed that such pastoral settings still exist so close to Seattle and its urban sprawl. Just before I crossed the Snoqualmie River, I saw a large wooden sign that read, Forest Glen Spa and Clinic, next right. I turned and followed a narrow road that ran along the river, until it took a big bend to the right and my destination came into view. The buildings were hidden from the road by a long row of tall poplar trees that had probably been planted as a windbreak many years ago. Now the grounds had been landscaped with leafy deciduous trees, rolling hills of closely mown grass, and flagstone paths that meandered between the main building and some smaller satellite buildings— all of them done in white stucco with red-tiled rooftops. I parked in visitor parking next to a large and graceful weeping willow tree. This place is just gorgeous, I told Pepe. 
It looks more like a luxury resort than a treatment center.